Hello, everyone, and welcome to Journey to Success Radio, a show featuring people and companies who are making a positive contribution to the world. This show will help you learn how to apply success principles in every area of your life so that you can make the most out of your skills and talents and accomplish more of your goals. To find out more about the show, please visit www.journeytosuccessradio.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Journey to Success Radio. My name is Tom Tutal Cunningham. I'm a Napoleon Hill Foundation certified instructor and founder of Journey to Success Radio. My purpose in life is to encourage people to live positively uh, through the many and varied challenges of life. I'm also an MWR Life uh, Inspiration Ambassador, and my guest today is uh, one of the top earners in the network marketing industry as a whole, but also for MWR Life. Uh, This is a true story of determination to beat the odds, and uh, his uh, name is Daniel. Now, Daniel, how do you pronounce your last name? Zaikai. 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 He's worked in, he haven't worked in restaurants since the age of 11. Daniel always knew he wanted to be his own boss. And after high school, he went on to own a restaurant by the age of 19. Uh, he never went to college, but he started a first network marketing experience when he was 20 after being introduced by one of his customers at the restaurant to the industry. By the age of 29, he reached the very top of the network marketing industry, and today he is among the top five earners in the fastest-growing network marketing company in the industry today. He credits his success uh, to the incredible mentorship and coaching of Mr. Bill Hoffman and several of the leaders he's worked in the past 10 years with. He has uh, learned, uh, he's a dynamic leader and has learned several principles that govern how to create wealth. And he's taken those principles with several wealth building philosophies and now coaching, mentoring hundreds of thousands of individuals to lead their financial revolution. He's a mentor, he's a coach, and he's a leader. And these words have been used to describe him. He's called a do-it-first leader because he focuses on one major philosophy which is a Zig Ziglar philosophy, my favorite. Help enough people get what they want out of life, and in return you will have everything you want out of life. Welcome to the show today, Daniel. Well, it's a pleasure to be here, Tom. After listening to some of your audios in the past, I was introduced to some of your audios through our uh, CEO with MWR Life probably about a few months ago, and you know, I, I sort of said, wow, wouldn't it be cool if I could actually uh, get on the show with Tom and be interviewed. And you sent me an email about a month ago. So <laughs> how amazing is that? Law of attraction in action. Absolutely. Right. And and I love stories of overcoming adversity and uh, people that love to be entrepreneurs and beat the odds. And your story fits that. And of course, you know, I love MWR Life. When they were first introduced in the U.S., a few years ago, I was excited. I was like, I hope they open in Canada. I hope they open in Canada. <laughs> it made more sense. I've been in network marketing a while, made money at some, didn't make money at others. But a services-based business with no money to collect, amazing services that every middle-income North American family needs and will generate a return on investment, and great leadership as well. And uh, so, yeah, we are going to have an amazing discussion. Now, 
the first thing that we want to talk about, uh, Bill Hoffman kind of jokes that says MWR stands for My Why is Real. And so the first key of life is to design the picture of your life in your mind, what you can't live without, what Burton Napoleon Hill calls a burning desire. Burning the desire, absolutely. The subconscious mind is so powerful that if you just feed that picture into your subconscious mind, constantly and repetitiously your brain is going to be like okay this guy is serious let's go find the people he needs to do this and this is one of your number one keys isn't it for when you're coaching or training people absolutely absolutely well i'm a firm believer that you know in order to get what you want out of life you've got to picture it first you know so many people out there go about life uh, on a day-to-day basis, Tom, and they don't really think about what they really want. They just think about, oh, I have to go to work tomorrow. I've got to pick the kids up from school. I've got to go grocery shopping. And, and it, it's a vicious cycle. It's a vicious cycle that continues for, you know, most people, it, it consumes their life. They never stop and think about, wait a minute, how can I get out of this trap, this rat race and live uh, the lifestyle that I always dreamed about as a little kid, you know, growing up, None of us ever grew up and said, well, I want to grow up, have a couple of kids, and then just go to work every day and come home from work every day and pick the kids up and buy groceries. We never thought about that stuff. That's what happens when you don't have a plan. you know. But when you put a plan in place and think about it and make it, as Napoleon Hill says, a burning desire, then you can pursue it because you know exactly what it is that you want out of life. You know, so so you have that picture in your mind's eye at all times. And it's something you have to surround yourself with. You've got to write it down. You've got to post it everywhere. I mean, I have it on my bathroom mirror. I have it in my office. I have it in my car. I have it in my wallet. So I know exactly what it is that I want. So every day when I'm out there doing the necessary things to build this business, I'm not thinking about the mundane uh, day-to-day tasks. I'm not thinking about sending an email out. Now, yes, I do that stuff but I have that bigger purpose behind it. So it drives me to do it every single solitary day, uh, not just for you know a spurt of time and then take time off. Does, it, does that kind of make sense? I love it, I love it. And you know, one of the biggest things I coach on, get asked about, and one of the greatest benefits or blessings I have in my life is that I truly believe that if Jesus were sitting on the other side of my desk, which would be a pretty cool meeting. I'm pretty <laughs> sure he would hand me the exact same purpose for my life that I have written down, exact same. And when you have that picture in your li- in your mind of what you were created to do and what your purpose is in life, wow, it allows you first to eliminate a lot of the non-essentials and the things you might be interested in but that won't feed your purpose. And so you have to have that picture in your mind, exactly what you want. I think you even uh, talk about putting it down on paper and designing your life on paper. And I don't think a lot of people do that to raise the bar in their life, do they? Well, you've got to put it down on paper. I mean, when you think about something, when you picture it in your mind, it's not physical. You know, it's great to see it because you've got to see it before it becomes physical. But when you sit down and take pen to paper, you're just taking something from the spiritual or the mental and you're putting it down in the physical realm and bringing it to life. You're breathing life into that thought, into that picture. So then, you know, by having it down on paper, 
you know, one of the biggest things coming up in this industry that I always wanted was a Rolex watch. I always wanted one. Uh, I was one, I was that silly kid that would go to, you know, the jewelry store and, mm -hmm. you know, they'd look at me and I did it so many times. They'd look at me and go, oh, here he comes again. He does, he's not going to buy a watch. He's just looking, you know, he's just kicking tires until one day I did that enough times to where I could feel it. I could, I knew what it was like to wear that on my wrist, to look at it every single day until one day I actually showed up and bought it. You know, it became a reality because I, I planted that picture in my mind. You know, one of the other things that I've done that with is my car. I always wanted to drive a foreign German car. I always wanted to drive an Audi and I drive one now, but you know, it took years of, you know, looking at other Audis and going to the dealership and, and smelling that leather of the, of the Audi and uh, touching the steering wheel and being able to see it in the physical realm because, you know, you, you, you become what you think about and right. you get what you think about. So, you know, you've got to be able to give yourself these experiences. You know, most of us didn't grow up with wealthy families. Most of us didn't grow up in families that wore Rolexes and drove nice cars and lived in beautiful homes. So you've got to give yourself those experiences. You know, my girlfriend and I are now looking for a uh, place to, to live. And that's one of the main things that I do uh, pretty regularly. I try to do it on Saturdays or Sundays. I'll go out uh, and find an open house and I'll look at these houses that are, you know, just amazing homes that, that are half a million to a million dollar or $2 million homes. And I live in Michigan. So, you know, $2 million in Michigan buys you a lot of house, right. you know, so, uh, I look at these homes and I go into them and I, I sit on the couches and, you know, look at the theaters that they have in, in, in their homes and, you know, all of this stuff, because I want to give myself that experience because until you see it, touch it, feel it, smell it, you won't believe it. You know, you got to raise your belief level. You got to raise your belief because, you know, if you don't raise your belief and you have never seen a house with a theater and, you know, 12 bedrooms, you'll never believe it. So you got to see it and you got to give yourself those experiences. And, and that's one of the biggest things that a lot of people miss. A lot of people don't understand that part of it, or they'll go to a, you know, a, a nice car dealership. They go, oh, well, they're going to look at me funny because they'll see what I'm pulling up in. I used to drive an old Ford Explorer and I used to go to the Audi dealerships and look at the cars. So, you know, I, I, I just went through that. It didn't matter. It wasn't any of my business what the people at the dealership thought of me at that point in time. So now, you know, here we are just a couple years later and I'm, I'm driving that car and I'm wearing the Rolex and, you know, have the nice clothes and, and the nice home that I'm about to purchase. So that's kind of the thing. You've got to make it real for yourself in your mind and you've got to give yourself those experiences because if you don't, you'll never believe it. And if you never believe it, you'll never have it. Right. I love it. I love it. Uh, now, this is... Uh off topic from some questions you provided me. I think you and I went through a similar experience because I know that uh, uh, you uh, have had an amazing uh, mentor uh, in network marketing, Mr. Holton Bugs. You and I, I think, were both in Organo Gold. I was in it because the co-founder, Shane Moran, and I have been friends for 25-plus years. And Shane's a great guy. They're the partner of the Napoleon Hill Foundation. However... Yes. Network marketing is a vehicle, and just like a vehicle, the company you're in is a vehicle as well. And so I have never had a cup of coffee in my life. I had sips. I don't like it. I don't drink it. And so to get passionate about telling people about coffee, even though I know they drink it, mm, not really. So that's why I said when I saw MWR and their services, 
It's like electronics protection. Uh, yeah, I'm ending up having to call my nephew or electronics uh, service, 24-hour uh, tech support. I was like, yeah, I always have to call a nephew or some young person to get them to help me. Their car uh, roadside assistance, 20% off. Uh, car repairs, all of their services made so much sense. And I was like, okay. I don't drink coffee. I'm not passionate about it. I don't like it, but I love network marketing. And so that switch to MWR Life just was automatic and easy for me as soon as I knew they were coming into Canada. Um, Talk about transition, because a lot of the people that you recruit, I imagine, into MWR as a reseller um, probably have been in network marketing before. And uh, having been coached by Bolton Bugs, the number one earner in the entire industry um, must have been a great benefit for you as well. Well, absolutely. I mean, a lot of the principles that I, that I use today came from those mentors over the years. I mean, I started in this industry a little over 10 years ago, um, you know, with ACN, that was my very first company. And then I, I did, uh, you know, I made no money in that company, but I made just lifelong friends. And my very first mentor in that company is one of the top earners in the world today still friends with them. We still talk, you know, and then I moved on to a vitamin company. Mind you, I was still working 14 hours a day this whole time in my restaurant business. So, cause I bought that restaurant when I was 19 years old and I was introduced to network marketing shortly thereafter. So, you know, all these principles that I learned over the years, uh, sort of, uh, accumulated and, and they took, they took physical form in Organogold. That was the very first company where I actually made a name for myself in the industry. And that was about four and a half or five years ago. And I stuck with them with with OG for a couple of years. I actually did pretty well with them. I was one of the top leaders in the Michigan market. Uh, got to spend some time with some of the top leaders over there. Um, you know, because as you produce and as you perform to certain levels, you get to you get access. You get access to the top leaders. You know, they that's the beauty of this industry. A lot of people think they need that one on one time with a mentor, but the 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 thing that a lot of people miss is. You know, when you go out there and perform, you know, you listen to these calls, you listen to the leadership trainings, all of these things that everybody in the company has access to. And you take those principles and go apply them. And the beautiful thing about it is, you know, the leaders will see that. They'll see in their organizations that, wow, that guy there is really performing. He's really doing something. Let me call him. So they'll start calling you. You know, the, the leaders will start calling you and, and wanting to help you, wanting to push you to the next level because they see that you already have that burning desire. You know, one of the things that we say in this industry is we're not here to sell anybody anything. We're just here to identify the ones that really want it. So that's been a a shift, a huge shift mentally, physically uh, in my business to think that way. You know, so as I went from one company to the second company to Organo Gold to then meeting Bill Hoffman after uh, I was in Organo Gold for about two and a half years, and I was still doing fairly well with them. And then I met Bill, and, and the main reason I left Organo Gold was so I could work with Bill Hoffman. You know, Bill is just an incredible leader, uh, and to have that type of access where I can call him, um, you know, a day or night. If I'm in Toledo, Ohio, I get to stay at his house. If he's in Detroit, Michigan, we have lunch or dinner together. So just to have that that association, you know, people always say that you're guilty by association, right? Well, in this industry, you become successful by association because Mm -hmm. of the people you surround yourself with. And, you know, I I believe it was, uh, I believe it was actually Napoleon Hill that said it, Um, you know, you surround yourself with the, you become the average of your five closest friends. Mm -hmm. 
So, you know, you've just got to make some better friends that are raise your average. Right, right. All right, good that we got that one out of the way. So now, uh, the second key that you teach and coach people on is raising the bar to and determining what inner conflicts must be resolved to accomplish their goals. One that I come across often, uh, regularly. Uh, first heard it really explained well by Savannah Richmom Ross, the largest private real estate investor in Canada. Uh, she grew up uh, being taught that uh, being wealthy was a sin, that rich people are crooks, that uh, you, you know you must be doing something wrong or you must be cheating someone if you're wealthy. And so once she had a net worth about maybe six or seven hundred grand, she came across a real estate deal that would have made her like over three hundred thousand dollars away, thousand uh, dollars in profit quickly. She gave that deal away to someone because she felt it would have been too greedy that she was going to become wealthy or rich, and and that going to be a, people would think she's a crook. There are other inner conflicts we must uh, overcome. Uh, people say, oh, yeah, no, I'd love to be wealthy. And then they, they're the average person who watches 35 hours a week of television. Uh, hello, your actions are not displaying your burning desire for success. Talk about this concept and what you teach uh, people about uh, eliminating those inner conflicts. Well, it, it's, you know, you've got to align your picture your picture in your mind's eye must align with the activity and the belief level that you have okay well the activity factor is the thing that makes it come to life so if you're spending 35 40 hours a week watching tv i mean come on you know it, it's called television they're telling you somebody else's vision that's not for you you're not telling them your vision you, do, you, do you see what i'm saying here so you know that's the biggest thing is you can't spend that kind of time, wasted time, in my opinion, you know, uh, and then expect some miracle to happen. You know, I believe in things like that. I believe in miracles, but, you know, I've never seen anybody pray super hard and then have a bag of money fall in their lap. I've never seen that or heard about it. Right. So you, you, you've got to, you know, I, I love this story. It's called the story of John and the lottery ticket. And I'll keep it really, really short because I know we're, we're on a time frame here, but you know, there's a man named John, hardworking, good man, family man, uh, worked 70 hours a week to support his family. And John prayed every night, every night of his life for to win the lottery. He kept praying and praying, God, please send me, God, the winning number, God, I need to win this lottery every day for many, 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 many years. And then one day God came down and said, John, go buy a stupid lottery ticket. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, people fail to take that action step. That, that, that makes it come to life, that, that feeds your burning desire. I mean, you know, w when you look at uh, me personally, you know, I have a personal story because I can only come from my own experience, right? I can't come from anybody else's experience, only my own. Today was my second day in the gym, and it just happens to be perfect timing for the story. Yeah, I took about a year and a half off the gym because I was so focused, so inundated with MWR Life and building this business. You know, it took me a year and a half to get to the national manager level and have you know 1300 representatives in 11 states and up in Canada. So to build that business, it took some serious focus. It took me time away from family, time away from the TV. You know, I love watching movies. I'm a huge movie fan, but I had to turn them off for a while. You know, I call it a season of separation. You gotta separate yourself 
from the things that are holding you back, you know, so that you can have what, what it is that you truly want. And then once you go out there and build it, you can go back and start doing some of the things that you enjoy more than, you know, making phone calls or talking to prospects or going to meetings and all the, all of the things that are necessary to build your business. So that that's key number two. I mean, you've got to, you've got to give up some of that stuff. You've got to make a sacrifice uh, to have what it is that you truly want in life. Otherwise it'll never come to pass. Right. Right. Napoleon Hill calls it a burning desire. And if you have that burning desire, but you're sitting on the couch with it, it's not really a burning desire. Now, the third part of what you coach and train and what's important for anyone seeking to achieve the most of their skills, talents, and abilities, but especially in network marketing, having a mentor and having a mastermind group are extremely important. Mastermind group was uh, probably the number one principle Andrew Carnegie used to become what would be today the third richest man in the world. And so talk about uh, finding a mentor, being mentored, and uh, finding a good mastermind group as well, because those are crucial uh, if you want to uh, rise above your current circumstances and use more of your skills, talents, and abilities. Well, absolutely, Tom. You know, one of the things that I've learned over the years is that, you know, you learn from your mistakes. Well, none of us are ever going to live long enough to make all of the mistakes possible so we get to know everything, right? So you have to have a mentor, somebody you can learn from, somebody that will help you collapse timeframes on your path to success. You know, you can either go out there and blaze your own trail, so to speak, or you can follow somebody that's already done exactly what it is that you're trying to accomplish. And going back to what we talked about earlier, that's the reason I left uh, the coffee company to go and work with Bill Hoffman because I was looking for a solid mentor that was committed to me as I was committed to him as well, you know, as far as uh, building the business. So you have to believe, you know, the most important thing is you believe in him or her, whoever your mentor is, every person who ever said the bar, you know, whoever raised the bar in his or her life or one in any undertaking has the great gift of a mentor. If you look back, even Andrew Carnegie, he had a mentor. Uh, I can't think of his name right now, but I know he had a mentor as a gentleman that owned the railway. That was Andrew Carnegie's mentor. That's what drove him and helped him power through to become the wealthiest man in America and own the largest corporation in America, U.S. Steel, in, in those days. So you can't take your mentor for granted. You know, you've got to respect their time. You've got to respect that they have a family and they have other commitments as well. But when you can get that one-on-one -on -one time with that mentor, you know, you, you've got to, you've got to really listen. You've got to be coachable. You've got coachable and teachable. And not only do you have to be coachable and teachable, but going back to, you know, key number two, you've got to apply the things that they tell you to do, because here's what happens. Sometimes they'll tell you to do something or they'll suggest that you do something and then you never do it. Cause I've experienced this mentoring other people. You know, I'll, I'll have, I'll have, I'll, I'll say something like go build your list. We'll start contacting and inviting, and they never do it. Well, that shows me that your burning desire is not strong enough. It's not big enough. Your why isn't big enough because if you can't even sit down for 20, 25 minutes and build out a list of contacts, well, then maybe you know I'm investing my time into something that's not worthwhile for me either. So you know, by the guidance of Bill Hoffman and using a lot of the things that he, he showed me to do and taught me to do. And I've taught those things to others now at this point, you know, that's how I became a national manager in the company in, in a year and a half. I mean, that's a fairly short period of time 
to hit the top rank in any company, you know, and I was able to do it in less than a year and a half. So I made it my focus to learn from Bill's experience and allow his mentorship to lead me into the success that I wanted to have. Wow. Amazing. Amazing. And that's amazing success uh, in a year and a half. Uh, very impressive. Now, uh, the final portion of what you mentor and coach people on and what I see lacking a lot, and we kind of just alluded to it there, is first of all, you got to have a plan, a definite plan. And you got to take, as Tony Robbins says, massive action. Massive uh, action. And yet, still, the average person watches 35 hours of TV. They're going to be talking about uh, weather and traffic and things they don't like. Uh, but not a lot of taking action. Uh, I get heck sometimes from my wife. Well, I'm self-employed and work from home, but she's like, you're working all the time. And I smile in my head because I like that. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't smile to my wife because, (laughs) yes, I have a burning desire, I have a passionate plan, and I am taking a lot of massive action. But as you said, even you know, if a successful person is mentoring someone and tells them to do something and they don't do it, like, come on, man, you have to take action. Uh, the secret, the book, The Secret, and the movie is not true. You have to do a ton of work along with thinking of uh, the vision in your head. So talk about taking action and creating that plan, because that's probably where most people fail is the plan and the action. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, once you put that, you know, once you have that definiteness of purpose, once you have that burning desire and you've put it down on paper, so you've taken it from the phys- from the uh, uh, mental, from the spiritual, you put it into the physical. Now you've got to continually execute the first three keys and continue to work your plan until it becomes your reality. You got to plan your work. You got to work your plan. You got to keep pushing. You got to keep going out there and getting the information that you need to in front of the right people until you start seeing the desired results or achieve your ultimate goals. You know, you've got to do that day in and day out. Your actions must consistently continue. So in creating this plan, you must have the right tools, strategies, skills, right? These are all things that we can learn. These are all teachable and learnable skills. So these will come based on how well you execute the first three things that we talked about here, the first three keys to raising the bar in your own life and increasing the standards in your life. And finally, having a definiteness of purpose is the most important tool uh, you must have to accomplish your dreams and goals. You know, uh, my skills and coaching strategies have been proven to help several individuals obtain some serious income in this industry. And that's just the beginning. I mean, I I, I don't want to stop there. You know, I don't want to stop there and say, well, I've helped, you know, uh, Marilyn or I've helped Keith or I've helped uh, Joe and, you know, I've helped uh, Dominique and Ace. So I've helped all these people. And that's fine. That's great. That's just the beginning. You know, my goal is ultimately to help me to build 1000 six figure income earners before I turn 35 years old. You know, and, and by doing that, I'll be able to achieve my burning desire, which is to retire my parents. And, you know, by retiring my parents, it, it's not. I don't mean, you know, give them an extra $500 a month. I mean, like they could be set, go live anywhere in the world they want to live and never have to worry about money again. 
to, to where they can enjoy their life. Because, you know, as you know, my story, we immigrated to the United States back in 1997. And my parents worked very, very hard to provide for us. You know, they left everything they knew behind and came to a brand new country. So, you know, execution in this business is the key to achieving success. It's the ultimate key. You've got to have the other things in line. You've got to have that definiteness of purpose. You've got to write it down on paper. You've got to find a mentor, a coach, somebody you can learn from. And it doesn't even have to be, you know, a lot of people think having a mentor is kind of like what I have with Bill Hoffman. That comes after years, guys, of learning and teaching and reading the books and and listening to the audios. I mean, if you get in my car today, Tom, you will not hear music in my car. And that's a, a thing that I learned back in ACN 10 years ago. I stopped playing music in my car. You know, I love music, certain types of music. And, you know, I, I'm a music fan. But, you know, those artists, they don't need me to listen to their music to make millions of dollars. They're already doing that, right? So I have to listen to something that's going to develop my mindset, that's going to keep feeding my burning desire, that's going to give me some action plan or strategy or something that I can execute on. So, you know, reading Think and Grow Rich when I was, you know, 19, 20 years old, back when I first started in this industry, that's the first book that somebody suggested I read when I got started in the industry. Absolutely changed my entire uh, trajectory of my life. I mean, it changed my whole mindset on how wealth works, how business works, how life works. And that helped shape, you know, the person that I've become today. I've read so many different books. and I think we've alluded to several of them during this, the course of this conversation. But you've got you've to learn this stuff. This is, these are things that are available to you. I mean, most of them, you can go to YouTube and find them for free. You don't even, it doesn't even cost you anything. You can go to Amazon and buy a book like Think and Grow Rich for, you know, most of the time, I think it's less than $10. You know, I've got an exclusive edition here because I actually had a, uh, the chance to meet Napoleon Hill's grandson. It was actually oh, at an Dr. Navy Hill. Yeah, absolutely. He's an uh, admiral in the Navy, I believe. And, yeah, he's you know, a doctor just a, now. Oh, wow. He was, uh, had a long career in the Navy, and then he retired and became a doctor. Phenomenal, phenomenal. You know, and having that relationship to where I'd read the book so many times, I'd listened to Napoleon Hill's Wealth Principles and, you know, all of the different things that he has out there out, outside of thinking Grow Rich, yeah. the book itself. You know, I've studied this stuff for years. Right. It's not something that happened overnight. You know, people right. go... Uh, you know, people look at somebody that's having success now and they go, wow, what an overnight success. Well, <laughs> it took me it took me 10 years and one night to become right. an overnight success. <laughs> right, right. Now, let me comment on one thing you said, because I think it's really key about a purpose. Uh, if I were God, luckily I am not and I won't get the job. <laughs> but uh, if my purpose, if I'm visualizing my God-given life purpose, why I was created, if that mostly contains BMWs and cars and Mercedes and mansions, but doesn't have a large element of giving back, if I were God, I wouldn't honor those purposes <laughs> as much. And you spoke about your parents retiring them, not just here's a few extra Bucks retiring, retiring wherever right. you want, whatever you want. I love World Vision. 
Uh, you know, every year I want to add more and more World Vision children as sponsors. I want to give away more and more money. Think of Andrew Carnegie at the yes, uh, third wealthiest man who ever lived, but he gave 90% of his income away. And even in Toronto here, we have the area, we have libraries that were funded by Andrew Carnegie. So imagine uh, having a burning desire to earn enough money that after or during it, you could give 90% away. And I think if you have the heart to use that money to benefit people who are under-resourced, I think God helps to move mountains to help people who have a purpose like that to get it done. Of course, my dad says, as my dad says, God helps those who help themselves, massive action. (laughs) But at the same time, if your heart and your goal and your plan is to use the resources to help others, I think God's right behind those, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, uh, you've got to have a heart to help people. And that's, that's the main driver um, in my, in my life, in this industry. I mean, you know, if you don't help people in this industry achieve their goals, their dreams, their desires, you'll never get anywhere. If you're the type of person where, you know, uh, that's, you know, notoriously in, in our industry, Tom, salespeople notoriously do not very well in network marketing. The reason is because they're just out to make a sale. They're right. not out to, to help anybody. They're not out to right. build anybody up, you know, and, and that's a notorious thing. And that's, I actually just spoke with a couple of sales folks, uh, late last week. And that's the conversation we had. I said, you know, you guys got to change your mindset. I know you're, you're, you know, quote unquote, killers and closers and coffees for clothes. I understand all that stuff, but you can't do that in this industry. It's not all about making a sale, you know, making the sale in, in, in our business. It's just the beginning. You know, when somebody joins your business and spends the money to become part of your team, that's just the beginning. The next stage is helping them and developing them and pouring time and effort into them. I mean, we do a conference call uh, with MWR Life every single solitary day, myself and our other national manager, who's just an incredible gentleman as well, has ended up becoming one of my coaches. Uh, he's a multiple seven-figure earner in our industry. He's been doing this for 27 years. Uh, him and I tag team a call together at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every single solitary day. And that's, you know, that's not for us. That's to help the people within my organization and his organization, because combined, uh, you know, if you take both of our organizations that's the bulk of our entire company at this point. You know, we've been able to build fortunate enough to build the two largest teams in the company. So we've joined forces. You know, we do these things for the teams. We do these things for those people out there that don't know the ropes, that don't know that, you know, because sometimes people just don't know what they don't know. You know, these are, you know, the principles laid out in Think and Grow Rich and, you know, The Magic of Believing by Claude Bristol and The Strangest Secret by Earl Nightingale and, you know, Building a Network Marketing Business by Jim Rohn. All these things are not things that we learned in school. You know, nobody taught us this stuff. I have friends that have, you know, six-year business degrees from major universities here in the United States, and they don't know half of this stuff. So I was fortunate enough to be, you know, to have somebody that showed something like this to me or introduced me to Think and Grow Rich. And I read that and I said, wow, what an incredible book. Where can I get more of this stuff? Right. I mean, my library is filled with books like that. I mean, my newest book, I actually just uh, received as a gift from one of my one of the folks that I've helped in my business uh, is uh, the new Tony Robbins book, Money Master the Game. So I haven't read it yet, but I'm very excited about digging into it. 
I was just finishing reading the Motivation Manifesto by Brandon Burchard. That's another oh, yeah. great, great book. So yeah, you've got that's to constantly. That's what you must choose to do, right, Daniel? Like we have, uh, what did scientists estimate? Around sixty thousand, fifty to sixty thousand daily thoughts. And if we're lazy, if we're listening to the radio, watching TV, listening to our coworkers, listening to our friends, we're going to be pounded with negativity. It's only by reading and filling your thoughts with examples of people who have overcome things that you probably would never be able to overcome yourself so that no matter what happens to me, I can always think, oh, well, geez, I interviewed two guys born with no arms and legs. How would they feel about having a pain in their knee or in their ankle? Or, wow. You know, I've had four hips, four knees, and two shoulders replaced. They'd love to go through all those things because they don't have any of them. Wow. So when you fill your mind with these positive books, you read these stories where you know that, hey, this challenge is nothing. Other people have overcome greater challenges simply by using their mind. And we're not superhuman, Daniel. I have negative thoughts about my wife sometimes. I have negative thoughts about various topics at various times. But I'm able to recognize it quickly and divert it to my pre-chosen affirmations and beliefs and statements I make to myself. And that's really part of the major part of success is managing those daily fifty to sixty thousand thoughts that go through our head. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, one of the main things that I learned at, at my very first network marketing, my very first crack at network marketing ten years ago was turn off the TV. You know, the only thing I watch on TV is is uh, movies. I won't watch anything other than movies. No news. You know, I call CNN constantly negative news. Right, that's Turn what I that call it too. Off. Turn it off. <laughs> I call it the negative news network. Yeah, you got to turn that stuff off. I mean, you know, yes, I understand. A lot of people say, well, Daniel, I want to be informed about what's going on in the world. You know, the outside world and your inner world, you can't let that stuff inform impact your inner world. I mean, one of my favorite quotes, and it's it's an original, it's a Daniel Zykai original, is don't let society's vision for your life dictate how you live. You know, <laughs> you can't let society's, you know, negativity, you know, get in your way. I mean, and, and I say this not to brag, but just to, you know, and not to impress anybody, but to impress upon the people that are listening to this, you know, at, at 19 years old, right out of high school, uh, kid that never went to college, no business experience. I'd been working a restaurant since 11 years old. I'd manage a restaurant for a couple of years at that point. And I said at about 17 years old, when I first started managing that restaurant, I said, you know, I'm going to buy one of these right out of high school. And I'd save some money. My parents, my mom was actually thoughtful enough to take my paychecks from 11 all the way up to 19 and put them in a bank account for me. And that was supposed to be my college fund. You know, my parents always wanted me to go to college. I don't know why. They they just, you know, they moved to America and they said, you know, to have a better life in America, you got to go to college. That's what they heard. Mm-hmm. So that's what they repeated to me. Right. So knowing myself and knowing, you know, how uh, I was part of that group in high school that made the top half look good. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, knowing that, I said, I'm not going to go to college. There's no way I'm, I'm going right. to spend that type of money to go and work for somebody else. I'm not doing it. So I'm so glad I took that money and bought the restaurant. But I mean, I had so many people, close personal friends, aunts, uncles, cousins that said, you know, Daniel, you're crazy. 
Why would you take that kind of risk? Why would you buy a restaurant at 19 years old? You don't know what you're doing. You're not going to do it. You're going to fail. You're going to go out of business. All of these things. I heard these things over and over and over again. Fortunately, I don't know what it was about me at that time, but, you know, I ignored that stuff. The no- that was just noise in the background to me, right. you know, even though it came from people that I loved and respected. Right. So, you know, well, Napoleon, I, I, Hill, no, Napoleon Hill identified, uh, I forget exactly the term, but the fear of what other people think is one of the biggest fears we have to overcome. Uh, people are earnest, they're sincere, but... Uh, Jim Rohn says sincerity is not a test of truth. You know, your uncles and your family, they're really earnestly thinking they're giving you amazing advice, but it takes an amazing amount of courage to ignore uh, people dear and close to you to pursue what you really, really already knew was your purpose, to be self-employed. Uh, amazing, amazing story, Daniel. Uh, two thinking girl rich fans like us, we could probably talk forever. And I want to <laughs> thank you. Here I am, and uh, Napoleon Hill Foundation certified instructor. And I didn't realize Andrew Carnegie had a mentor, so his name is Thomas Scott. Thomas while, Scott. While there you were talking, I googled him up and uh, said he had a special interest in mentoring aspiring railroad employees such as Andrew Carnegie. And so, wow, I'm going to learn more about Andrew Carnegie's mentor. I didn't even One One quick fact about that, that's actually what pitted uh, J.P. Morgan and Andrew Carnegie against each other was the fact that J.P. Morgan actually put Thomas Scott out of business. So there's a quick fact for you. Oh, (laughs) wow, I'm learning. Very cool. I got to look that up, too. Well, thanks for educating me on that. That's very good. Uh, Amazing story, Danielle. Uh, Love your heart to help a thousand people become six-figure earners. Um, And I know that your heart is not necessarily that they all be uh, buying, well, for sure, no problem. God doesn't mind you having all the big and beautiful things, the nice watches, homes, and cars. But uh, I'm sure the people you're helping will also be committing to help their families, their parents, their kids, their community, their favorite charity as well. And so uh, thank you so much. Uh, I see uh, from Facebook about your continuing on with your working out. And uh, so that's a good indication that success is an all-around thing for you. It's not just the financial part. It's uh, health, it's relationships, it's contributing to others. And so you got the whole package, and people should definitely uh, tune in to what you're telling them. Well, I appreciate that, Tom. It's been an absolute pleasure uh, actually spending this time and speaking with you. And I look forward to having more conversations with you in the near future. Have an amazing day. Take care. You as well. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Journey to Success Radio. If you or anyone you know would like to be interviewed for the show, email tom at tomtootall.com for details.